I am unashamed. What about you? So, as a reminder to everyone who's listening, I have a, a, a document in my hand. One, two, three, four, five, <laughs> six, seven. Uh, this covers. And you a, carry this around in your Bible, I notice. I carry this around in my heart because oh, I right, asked I asked the PhD college professor in history. I said, you're a history professor. How many books have you written? He said, 40. So I said, hmm. I said, well, you'd be a good man to look back. I want you to find for me every empire that there ever was. You're a history professor. You can handle this, right? I want to know. I want to be document every empire that the earth has known. So you now have a research department. You you have people that are researching for you. I'm impressed. That's pretty impressive. I'm seated I don't next, have anybody researching He's for a me. brother, so I'm seated next to him. Yeah. And he's a history professor, and yeah. I'm not. He taught me But history. if you don't have an internet or any kind of Well, it's true. Technology, the World Book is the only, your only outsource. Your, your outsource people are actually going to the internet <laughs> and researching. Well, but, that's well. correct. So, so if, I, if I'm not going to do the research via the internet, I have encyclopedias. Yeah. I did go through the encyclopedias, and it lined up exactly with the biblical account, 600 A.D., up 600, 600 B.C., BC yeah, excuse yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So he goes back, and he starts on, I said, how many empires has there been, and what happened to them? Well, he gave me these sheets of paper. This is over 100 empires that have risen on planet Earth as far back as this particular history professor could find. Started in Mesopotamia, ancient Western Asia, Sumeria, Akkad, southern Mesopotamia, 4,000 B.C. Yep. He walked through every each and every one of them. Overall, there was about 100 of them, empires that have risen and fallen. When you get to 600 B.C., that's getting close. The Babylonians ruled the world. Look at your encyclopedia or your Internet. Who ruled the world 600 B.C.? Nebuchadnezzar, they're still talking about him, uh, the old guy that we knocked off out there in Iraq, modern-day Iraq. <laughs> uh, what's one that Saddam Hussein. Yeah. Saddam Hussein thought he was a reincarnation of and Nebuchadnezzar, Nebuchadnezzar. and true. he was going to establish his empire that will last forever. Well, the place called the United States of America moved in on him yeah. and took him out of the picture yeah. they well, found him hiding out in a hole in the ground yeah. and you go far enough you get over back to you get to the end of them you get into recent times the the jet the empire of japan well everyone knows what happened to them yeah. but they owned a lot of territory at one time during oh, yeah. that run they were on they they were spreading out to china all the oh, they islands. were imperialists yeah imperialists they yeah. it was an empire oh, and yeah. i mean a mighty one it was so look what that's all about. Well, you finally get, he, he walked it from 4,000 B.C. He ended up with the last standing empires. One of them is called the United States of America. It's an empire, being here 244 years. The next one is Russia. The Cold War, Russia lost most of its satellite nations. Now they're back down again. You say they have really fallen off. Not near as powerful as they were, but still considered an empire modern day. Then you have China, 
China. Yeah. Hmm, they're in the news lately. Uh, for some reason or other, the United States of America, instead of going to war with them, decided we'd help them out and teach them how to put a democracy together. Unfortunately, <laughs> they're coming. They didn't. They didn't go with the democracy part. Nope. So, but they do have a they but, do have a thriving uh, economy. Now. Yeah, they're a powerful empire. And then there's India, which is a huge place. But but India, there is an empire there. Yeah. So we're down to about four. You say what happened to the other ninety six or so, hundred? They're all gone. So when we're reading the book of Acts. We're simply reading about what Daniel said when he said, the fourth kingdom after yours, Nebuchadnezzar, you're the big dog now. The Medo-Persians will come and take you. And then the Greeks will take the Medo-Persians during that 600 years. And then the kingdom of iron will be set up iron because it smashes everything. The Roman Empire has Mm -hmm. arrived. Luke chapter 2 from Daniel Chapter 2, you say, who was ruling the world when this person called Jesus showed up? The Romans. Correct. Caesar Augustus was on the throne when Jesus Christ showed up. He died after about when Jesus was about maybe 17 or 18 years old. And so that left, you say, who took his place? Tiberius, one of the better ones of all the emperors that ruled Rome, more of a time of peace. So Jesus came at the right time. Duh. So <laughs> here's this kingdom that's established. Look, and for the first time ever, Al, just think about how it started in Acts chapter 1 after his suffering. You know, he appeared to these people to convince them. He, it starts out by saying, my former book, I wrote about all that Jesus began to do, Luke wrote this, and to teach until the day he was taken up into heaven. You say, man, boy, we, we got, you, he did what? So all these man-made empires, you look at them and stack it up to what, who or what they're built on. None of them was ever built on a person called Jesus Christ. Right. We ended up, the world did, counting time by him, And Luke says it best, after his suffering, they nailed him to a cross. He said he would die. He'd be buried and raised from the dead. The prophets, during these rise and fall of the empires, going all the way back to 4000 B.C., all the prophets said, Jesus is coming. They're like, who? The Jesus. Well, he got there. They didn't know who he was. They said, he's he's the king. I mean, he's a carpenter's son walking around, doesn't have a big job that we know of. So he's going around pointing people to heaven, and he's the one that's, well, we need to kill him. (laughs) Well, they did. Well, three days he was resurrected. And what we're reading in the book of Acts is how it got started and how we all came to be 2,000 years later. Not a whole lot has changed, in my opinion, as far as cultures, not a whole lot has changed. We still don't love God as a nation. America doesn't. Well, Russian doesn't either. Well, the Chinese certainly don't. You can't even worship worship Jesus Christ in the open 
in you're China. You're free to do it here, which is you're you're free to do it, but it's it's they're making it more difficult <laughs> all the time. So well, but if you go to some of these other countries, you'd realize, oh, you know, because we're, we're in the beginning stages of taking it out. Huh? So I can make a point that I think, just from my reading, those all those wimp empires out, they rose and they fall based on or their lack thereof, the God of heaven. Yeah. That, that's what happened to them. Yeah. Well, we're going down the same road because now they're saying a bunch of these people are hollering about Jesus down there. Well, that's, that's the way they were doing the Apostle Paul and all the rest of them. They're looking at us right here today, and they're saying, ah, a bunch of rednecks got together, and they're hollering about Jesus over there. It's a ha, 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 you know, look, listen, listen, listen to this bunch. Well, the kingdom marches on. And it's been marched and on. And the good news is just this. Listen, here's Daniel. In the time of those kings, the fourth kingdom, the Romans, the God of heaven will set up a kingdom. We're studying it 2,000 years later and alerting our audience. It will never be destroyed. Now, out of all of them that's ever come and gone, the promise from Daniel is, speaking on behalf of God, nor will it, this kingdom, be left to another people. It will crush all those kingdoms and bring them to an end. This one's not going to last, Hal. Right. The United States of America is not going to last according to this. It will itself endure the kingdom of God forever. This is the meaning of the vision of the rock cut out of the mountain, not by human hands or rock that broke the iron. That's wrong. The bronze, that's the Greeks. Alexander the Great. Yep. The clay, the Midians and the Persians, and the silver and gold, that was old Nebuchadnezzar. Yep. They all come and go, and they passed on. But you say, <clears throat> we're still here. Yep. Well, we're 2,000 years in. You listeners out there are saying, so we can be a member of the kingdom. And, and, and the key point is that lasts forever because it guarantees immortality. To all the members, right, and 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 amazingly, it's free. Yep, <laughs> and it's outside any earthly kingdom. Some say you're dreaming. It can be anywhere. Right. Some say you're dreaming. I said I'm putting these all these re old writings together. I'm looking at all of them that have risen and fallen. There's not been one kingdom that did, that rose that did not fall. Right. They all fell. Right. I think I think the reason is you know where where are we at in. 17 and 18 mm -hmm. of Acts. Yep. If you just start reading Acts 17, you know, here's Paul explaining, reasoning. It said he was here three days. He was in Thessalonica, which you would get two letters later to the Thessalonians, yep. which I think is always cool. Like when I study a book, like First or Second Thessalonians, or I taught the last book I think I taught at our church was First Corinthians. Well, I would go back and ask where it started, right? And that is the foundation. But based on what you just said, even when they start here, I mean, he's just explaining and reasoning in verse two of seventeen that Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead. Of course, it, the phrase he used here, explaining and proving that Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead proclaiming that Jesus is the Christ. 
<clears throat> and then the Jews, they're jealous in verse 5. So what do they do? It says they round up some bad characters from the marketplace, form a mob, and start a riot. Does it say and, bad characters? That's what it says. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, so do you see any? It, does yours say bad characters? What verse are you in? 17 and verse oh, yeah. five. <clears throat> the Jews were Mine's jealous and they bad. rounded up some bad characters. <laughs> yeah. So, well, but, would you would you agree, Jace? Because you tend to think, no, we're sitting along here pretty good, and we're not in any danger of collapsing. I, I beg to differ with you, my son. <laughs> There's some well, bad characters the, around here. But today. that comes now. From, we're going to be here. That comes events. from you watching the news for years, which now you're on to Matt Dillon, which is awesome because I think you've become a lot more pleasant and optimistic. I'm just that's my observation. Mm -hmm. Because the news on both sides tries to incite and inflame. Everything is embellished to a point of where it's like, oh, Christianity is completely dead. But I'm basic because I, I, well, Al does events too, you know, as far as recently. But the last two or three events that I've gone to, there were more than a thousand people there who were raucous for Jesus in, in a time of, cultural uncertainty and the pandemic. Jace, and I got the Jace, feeling. There's 330, give or take, million of us. I know. I know that there was a thousand. That I, I, that's and there why, was a thousand why, here, and there was a thousand there. That's why the kingdom will always be here. But, but, I, I'm, just but saying. I'm looking at what Jesus did with 12. and Well, let me make my point, and then you can, uh, you can come back with the argument. Hang on, I'll All take right. a break, and then you make a point. My point is this. So since the the history that you just went through this documented not only in the Bible but in those seven pages of of empires. Yep. When you look at the contrast of why they fail, how they fail, and when you look at the contrast of good and evil and in Christ or outside of Christ. You know, in chapter 18, he goes to Corinth. Well, in his letter to the Corinthians, the second letter, he 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 has a contrast of how this works. And I really think it's significant based on what you read. In chapter 10 and verse 3, it says, For though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. Now, he's speaking on behalf of people who follow Jesus. Yep. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world, which is the reason I read that in chapter 17. You know, the only way to stop something from the world's mind is through power, yep. force, and we need some bad characters. And all and the empires, that, while you're there, all the empires previous to this one, they mm -hmm. all depended on their power, not God. Their power. When you said the Romans, they, they all have this power, the weapons. I mean, look, let's face it. The reason America rose, I mean, I think one of the defining moments is when that bomb touched off in Japan. They thought, oh, the U.S. Ha has a weapon that can literally wipe a nation from the earth. Correct. So, I mean, despite all the the what you know, some people say in in the U.S. on everything else, when you have a big weapon, 
people say, oh, well, you're now in control because that's the weapons we fight with. Yep. So here he is appealing to people like us, where, where which I'm saying, okay, there was a thousand here, there was a thousand there in my last two events. However, he says the weapons we fight with are not of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We we demolish arguments and pretensions that sets itself up against the knowledge of God, and we take captive every thought and make it obedient to Christ. And my point is, in Acts, their primary goal, not primary goal, the goal was to introduce Jesus as Lord. He has power over death, over sin, gives you purpose, gives you origin. I mean, all the things, all the benefits. And all man-made constructs, more power. They they, they got all kinds of, of of constructs, Jace. I mean, monarchies, dictatorships. You see what I'm saying? We're Socialism, communism is what we are. Yeah. So, <laughs> so my point is that even though these apostles, which I which I do think is interesting, because this is something that keeps coming up, and I've been asked several times about this as we've studied. If I can find this, uh, I may have to have a fill moment and find this, but. Yeah, yeah, here it is. The God was directly working when this got started with miracles, signs, and wonders. Big time. And and I was looking for a verse because somebody had asked a question in a previous podcast. But two chapters later, you know, Paul was talking about God's power being sufficient in weakness, which is a hard thing for the world to see in us because they look at us as silly. They're like, oh, you're, 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 you're so weak and like sheep, you know, following this Jesus. Yeah, love need God a, and love your neighbor oh, and, and that'll fix it. You yeah, say, you had to fix it. Yeah, show me a weapon and yeah. I'll, I'll give you some respect. But in chapter 12 and 12, it says the things that marked an apostle, and it, ha- it names three things, signs, wonders, and miracles were done among you with great perseverance. And I make that point to say, we, you know, we don't fight like the world, but when this was started and what you're reading in Acts, these chosen apostles, they did have some power from God that was unique. That, yeah, that was unique and was wowing it. And it was, it was, I'm making a contrast that it marked as an apostle. Well, here I am today thinking, well, if I just had that kind of display of supernatural power, you know, then we could rise up and take over the world. But I think what you realize as you read along here, that what you have in Jesus, even in death, is more powerful than any kind of world group with, with physical weapons, because we have the ultimate weapon in Jesus in that. It makes us indestructible. Yep. That's why. I, like I, he was. Yeah. That's why I think when it says it will crush all other kingdoms where to go back to our, our point of difference, even though it seems like we may be losing or they may be taking over, I know it's impossible. It, it, it's impossible. It's a good it, point. It, even if the whole thing, if you we wind up in jail, I would I would I would like to think. That if I was in jail because of my faith in Jesus, like Paul and Silas in the in the previous podcast, I would like to think 
then more than ever, I would be singing loudly. Because it's, there's one thing to be in prison because you broke the law. I'm, I mean, it's in, you know, something that should you should be in there, which was my whole thing when I, I had a prison ministry. I wasn't sympathizing with them to the point of, oh, you're in here because of your faith in Jesus. You, you need to be in here. But while you're here, let me give you the way out, even if you don't get out, which was your point. That's the only point I was making. Well, and Paul did mo- most of the letters that he wrote, he wrote under house arrest. They didn't have him in prison, but they had him in prison in his home in Rome. So mm-hmm. to your point, I mean, obviously the same thing we're studying 2,000 years later and reading and encouraging other people, that all came from him being locked up, which, by the yeah. way, Jace, this is happening now because uh, uh, several in Canada, I know one prominent pastor was jailed because he met. He decided to meet, and the Canadians just said, no, you're going to jail. Yep. So he did, yep. you know, but I mean, he, like he said, just what you said. He was like, I do this for the kingdom. I mean, I, I know this is going to sound crazy, but I tend to think that from the evil one in this battle against good and evil, I tend to think that this is more of a God thing. I think in this kind of conflict and when people are trying to stop you, it creates a passion among followers that makes it worse. I tend to think the evil one would would like the people being comfortable, kind of the organized religion. To me, if the best avenue to stop the proclamation of Jesus would be comfort, not conflict. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like... Pretty much what happened to the American church. I mean, Well, Jace, just so it, I will be clear here, <laughs> if, if you're wondering whether I'm wondering whether we're going to win or not, Oh, we're going mm-hmm. to win. <laughs> yeah. We're going to win, Jace. I'm not. Well, I was basing it on my personal experience. I mean, look, one of the the catalysts of my Christian faith was when I got my butt whooped, and, and I didn't defend myself. I shared this story, you know, many podcasts ago. But you know, I'm dating a girl who, and I'd already given her the speech. I'm going to heaven. I'm looking for a girl to help me get there. You know, she's like, I'm, I'm the one. Two weeks later, I mean, I, me and this girl did very little together. I mean, this is we're early on here. Guy shows up, wild-eyed, four-letter words flying all over the place. And I'm looking around like, Who, who's he talking to? Me? He's like, yeah, I've been doing this and that with that girl. I mean, she's my. I mean, he's graphically describing. In front of That's, her. That sounds like an episode out of Matt Dillon. <laughs> yeah, well, this this happened. This was real life. Yeah, he usually shoots those type people. <laughs> and I'm looking at her, and she's looking at me, and I'm like, is this true? And she wasn't denying it. Oh. And so I was like, well, look, you can have her. I don't. I didn't know this was going on. Because <laughs> I, I, I gave my... Taker. Well, I gave that my... That was very un-Matt Dillon-like. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm like... Because I was, I was looking for... I mean, I'm going to be blunt. I was looking for a virgin, and I thought, if this is true, well, you're out. I mean, not, you know, sorry. You can be forgiven, but you're just not for me. And uh, so then I gave him the speech, basically saying, oh, well, we have a misunderstanding here. I was looking for a girl that was going to help me get to heaven, and obviously she's not it at this moment in time. I mean, I, I could have said it better. <laughs> but You weren't trying to be judgmental, but you're just like, come I'm on. I'm like, you know what? 
I've, I've entered an arena where I don't want to be. So, and I had no, there was, I, I felt nothing for this girl at this moment. Hey, hang on, I, before, you, before you tell the punchline, let's, let's take another break because I know how this ends. One of the things that uh, has been bad, a uh, casualty of the pandemic has been a lot of small businesses. Uh, you know, it's really kind of still the backbone of America. You think about big corporations, but small business is where people thrive, you know, it's, and it's kind of how we started as well. One of the things that's a, a problem for small businesses anytime is trying to do your human resources without having to hire, you know, some manager and pay them a bunch of money. Uh, we certainly couldn't have done it back in our day. We were just trying to make ends meet. So there's a uh, one of our sponsors is a company called Bambi, B-A-M-B-E-E. And basically they provide HR for your small business, but it's online, uh, which obviously you don't have to hire a person for that. So it's $99 a month. Uh, it's month to month, no hidden fees. You can cancel anytime. Uh, and they handle everything. Uh, so if you want to check these guys out, you can go there and get a free HR audit. If you go to Bambi.com, B-A-M-B-E-E.com slash Robertson, get that free audit and see if these guys can help you. That's Bambi.com slash Robertson. So I feel like, okay, that's it. I'm out. Now I'm going to go get in my truck and leave. And he's like, well, let's talk about that. And I, I misunderstood that, meaning, oh, he wants to talk about you're the Bible part of your the speech. Bible part of the speech because the girl, the relationship's <laughs> over. You won. All you had to do is tell me what's been going bye, on. Bye. Yeah, bye. It's a so just let me leave. I have nothing against you. I've never even seen you. I get in the vehicle with him, and it just I shouldn't have done that probably, <laughs> but it worked out. But and so he's like, now it became a spiritual thing. The girl's over. We left her. We're now driving down the road at a high rate of speed, and this guy's like threatening to kill me. I thought, what is going? What I'm trying to do what's right. I'm, I'm trying to find Jesus in a, something spiritual in this. So we we go to a dead end road. We get out. I thought this guy's fixing to assault me. Even though, and I'm like, I'm not fighting you. It's over. You won. I have no conflict with you. Go get after it. I'm moving on. And I thought that would be enough. It wasn't. So he popped me three or four times. And I thought. While you were driving down the road? No. Well, we're out of the vehicle. Oh, now you're out of the vehicle. I mean, I'm like, I'm just, I did say don't hit me in the face, and he didn't. But but he fought me pretty good. And uh so his body blows only. But you know, and then he left. I I mean, I start walking for miles. You were in his like, truck. Yeah, I was in his oh, truck. Boy. Yeah. So I'm walking back to get my vehicle. <laughs> and uh you know what's interesting about this story? That's the so, walk so now I'm hitchhiking and a car comes by. The woman's and, and, gone. You almost could have a country and western song there. <laughs> yeah. If you just had a dog involved. Not in everything it. out. You know, I'm I'm hitchhiking. Well, her parents see me <laughs> driving down the the first vehicle I see. It, it's her parents. They're headed to their house, which was convenient because I had to get my vehicle. So I get in. It's like, how's it going? What are you doing? <laughs> so now I have this awkward conversation. <laughs> 
do I say what they're not? You know, I, oh boy, so I, I just didn't say anything between you and the dude that had the woman, won the woman, and the yeah. parents see you walking down the road like a homeless guy. I yeah. could see how there would be some consternation <laughs> among the parents. What do you say, Al? Well, it so more scenarios. I, I get in my vehicle. I mean, I'm a teenager. This is a long time ago. And I get in my vehicle, and it was on a Sunday. I go to teen church because I thought, you know what? I mean, this 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 was an attack on my faith because it wasn't about the girl to me. I didn't I mean, we were just getting started. I, w- I was only acquainted. And uh, I thought, I'm I'm going to be with with people who love Jesus. And so I went, sang, you know, and I just thought I, I'm this physical confrontation, it 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 it, it stirred me up. It, I thought I, I tried to do everything right before God and did not fight, which was hard to do. I mean, because I was mad just because he's acting like an idiot. So the next Sunday, so now a week goes by. I mean, that's over. I put that behind me and moved on. So we're in Sunday morning service singing. I'm pa- I'm over that. Guy taps me on the shoulder and he's like, hey, you know, look who's been on the back row back there. I look, it's this guy. I thought, this guy is following me around now. <laughs> He's stalking me. I said, no, you know what? Now, I tried to do this nonviolently. I, I was trying so to think of to the, fight. well, I just thought, <laughs> I think there's a time to defend yourself, and this is it. I, You're not I, taking we, another whooping yeah, for that. Yeah, I shared Jesus, because when he yep. was cussing me, I shared Jesus in, in specific detail the death, burial, and resurrection, and how to respond, and why I was you were not you were fighting with the weapons, not of the world. Yeah, I, I did it God's way, yeah. even though it didn't seem like it worked, because <laughs> I was questioning as a young Christian. Yeah, weapons we fight with get your butt whooped. That's what <laughs> that's what I was thinking in my mind. Mm-hmm. So. I walk out. I walk, I'm looking for him as I as I exit the building because mm-hmm. I don't see him. I, I, my head is on a swivel because I thought he's going to come sucker running up. Yeah. yeah, sucker punch me because I thought this guy has no moral <laughs> compass whatsoever. <laughs> so here he came. So I just turned around and I thought, if the hand goes up. I'm going to give him everything I got spiritually and physically. <laughs> the repentance part of your speech has faded quickly. Yeah, I thought. You're going to be quoting scripture while you're wailing kind away. Of what I was thinking, because my adrenaline was pumping. He walked up there, and immediately I sensed a whole different feeling. He, he looked broken and upset. And I thought, what are you doing here? He said, you're going to think this is crazy. He said, but I got to thinking about the resurrection, the things you were talking about, uh, the situation with the girl. He's like, forget the girl. I I, I got to hear about this. I was like, are you serious? Because I was thinking, is this a trap? Yeah, you're looking for a weapon to come out. Because he was like, you know, let's get in the truck. And oh boy. Here we, last time I did that. <laughs> Didn't end well. I said, I tell you what. Follow me. I did. I said, because I thought, if this guy's serious. Yeah. And we went to uh, a guy who's been on this podcast before, Mike Kellett. Yeah. I said, because I thought, in case this is a setup, I'm going to go to someone a lot older than me. You know, plus, I mean, who knows? I mean, maybe he might want to kill me. I don't know. And so we went over there. But sure enough, he listened. Uh, and we 
baptized him that night in a, in a swimming pool. And then years later, I've told this story before, but it's a really good one. Years later, uh, he became a pilot and, and became our good friend. Oh yeah. He, you know, he, his, his married, family was that a lovely church. girl. Yeah. And, uh, so, and he, he would carry me to different events as a pilot. And yeah. now we're sharing Jesus together. I mean, it had a great happy ending. Yeah, he and his he and his wife did their testimony uh, one year at our marriage retreat, and he told part of the story that story yeah. of how he became a Christian, and he told the whole thing just like you told it, which was really interesting. So, that, so therefore, Jace, back to the Book of Acts, we're going to win. We're going to win. <laughs> and but look, what I was going to say, I mean, I I got to telling the details mm-hmm. of the story. What I was going to say is that once he responded. Now, you talking about fired up. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Because now you're yeah. indestructible. Because I went, as a man who, you know, I've had my share of scraps and all. It, it was hard to, I was humiliated, but it was kind of done in private. I mean, we were at a dead end road. I'm like, I mean, okay, so what? But still, I thought, I did this the right way, and it just didn't, didn't yeah. work. But once that happened, I thought, oh. Then you get that feeling of uh, indestructible. Let's take another break. So I was thinking about a telling moment, Dad, to your point, uh, when you were talking about from Daniel, um, is when, you remember when Satan tempted Jesus in Luke 4 and Matthew 4. So, you know, remember it was three different temptations. First one was he told him to turn the stones into bread. Second one, he took him to the temple and said, why don't you prove who you are? But the third one, I, I'll give you all this. Right, the third one, he went up on the mountaintop. You think about just how brash it was. I mean, here's Jesus, Son of God, which Satan knows who he is, but he doesn't know why he's here. He takes him up on that mountain. It, let's say he looked at all the kingdoms of the world. So he's high enough up, however this was happened. He looked over all the kingdoms of the world, and he said, all these are mine which is a pretty bold statement to mm. say that to the Son of God. Which, which shows you how, why they all collapse. That's exactly right. Which is, I was just thinking about that point. And then, and you know, then he says, if you basically bow the knee to me, we'll rule this together. That's, he, that's you know, why, ladies and gentlemen, you need to really think seriously about what spiritual warfare and the constructs of men and their warfare Correct. And spiritual warfare, the you need to be looking at the brevity. It would be the word right. probably of all of this. That's right. That's why you can't get so tied up into political matters Whew. that then that drives your narrative as as a believer. It's not a political yeah. fix. No, it's not. And so, and you think about that when Daniel had that vision, Israel basically the best and brightest of Israel was in captivity in that, Babylon. Oh yeah. So Israel didn't want even a nation at the That's time. That's right. And then you look at when this happens in the first century. Not only do you still have the Jewish authority, but you got the Romans occupying the Jewish. And authority. Nebuchadnezzar is throwing Daniel and his cohorts into fiery furnaces to burn them up and blind dens. And, and, and it ends up about half of them get burned up in the deal. I mean, right. you know, like who in the world? I see somebody in there walking around, look like the <laughs> son of man, or right. but who is that? That's right. Okay. In the fire pit. Yeah. Which to your point, Jace, that was the that was those moments are the ones that got them fired up. Kind of like Well, because you look here, I Literally mean fired Paul, up. Fired up. Paul and Martin had just been beaten publicly in sixteen. Now here, you know, Jason 
who who comes comes up because when that happened, I yeah, remember, I wanted to talk uh, about Jason because that's Alton, your namesake. Well, Alton Howard said I shared that story one time, and he's like, "Well, hey, Jason got dragged through the town, you know." And so I was like, "Jason, I, I didn't know the story he was talking about." So I I read it, and I was like, "Yeah, I guess so." But they're constantly, and I was just bringing up that contrast. Every time you see the world, they want to physically punish you for being believers. Yeah. Because that's always the way to victory. Everything in the world since the beginning of time, 100 empires, it's just we're just going to pummel you until you relent. Right. And they don't realize what's in us is way more powerful because it changes the heart, the mind, the soul, and the body one day right? because of the, the imperishable body. That's why it said the weapons we fight with are not of the world. Right. That produces a, a courage that is above any amount of great courage that you've seen on the building of an empire. Yeah. I mean, it really is because it covers all aspects of what makes up a human this very point that jace is discussing with you ladies and gentlemen is a critical lesson to be learned or not to be learned by the american people that you you, you can't defeat it if god's with you they're, they're trying to be a great yeah. power without god it and it's, it just will not work well you notice in, in to jace's point the bad characters in act 17 Here's what they accused him of. These men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here. That's Lamaica. Yep. Here they come. And yep. Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decrees, yep. saying that there is another king, one it, called Jesus. It's the cancer culture all over <laughs> it again. It is. I mean, it was just so prevalent what? even 2,000 years ago. Yeah. They're saying I did the same a, thing. I, by the way, I wrote a, I just finished a book on the, on the cancel culture. It's, it's a there, good one. It's, it's a there good for one. everyone to read, but I'm just saying we bring up things like this to say you're not going to be able to stop it. You yeah. just can't stop it. The book is titled Uncanceled, so we'll tell you more about I it. I did a I did a class one time. Uh, when they asked you to step outside, you asked them to step inside, and it was over this this point because you know everybody knows the bar scene or as teenagers like, hey, you want to go outside? You Let's go outside and, and settle there. By the way, Jay, as it turned out, you said the guy eventually turned out to be a pilot with Jay's life in, in his hands. In his hands. That's good. That's and good. they're just flying along or cr across the planet Earth. And you said, boy, old Jay, he, he said, that's quite the story, Jay. Wasn't me. I mean, it was the Lord. And it, it showed you how. Plus, you'd make go into the, he disciplines the one he loves. He taught Jace a lesson there. Yeah, Jace needed a little whooping, and God knew it. Yeah. See, so you, you need a yep. little humbling. That's that's what happened. Well, I think what led. I'm not even going to ask uh, well, whatever I, happened to the to the wayward girl. I'm not even going to ask because, you know. See, the boy just I'm took. I'm not sure. But I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll say this. What you got to remember, because I've shared that story, and people have trouble understanding it. It's like I, I've struggled with getting mad and wanting to fight, and I, I tried to fight two people at the Bible seminary. You know, they're like, well, "What happened to this 
Oh, Jason's but, wanting to fight about weekly. Yeah. Uh, all our fellow preaching students. I mean, because like, they got on his nerves. I like to scout. But in this moment. Jason, just remember <laughs> in the book of Acts, we must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God. But you know, as we, as we got to be friends and brothers, you know, in Jesus, I mean, we talked about it. And it was like, once I declared in the name of Jesus, I'm not fighting you. Well, he was like, in the name of anti-Jesus, oh, yes, you are. (laughs) And so it became a situation with a a specific circumstance that I thought, now, once I've said that, my vow in front of God became greater to me than whatever was fixed to happen. Because I said, I'm not fighting you over some girl that I'll just go find another one. I mean, I was throwing her under the bus. (laughs) I thought, you can have her. I, and then this is what I'm about. Well, once I declared that, that was to it. me, I can't go back on it at that point. I, I No matter whether, that's why I got in the vehicle with him, seriously, because I thought, no, oh, I've told him who I am yeah. and what I'm about. I'm not the type of person that's going to be rolling around in, you know, in front of a bar fighting over a girl. <laughs> this, I, I'm beyond that. You, but he was like, oh, yes, you are. <laughs> it's going to happen. You moved on. Well, in the book of hang Acts. On, hang on, Dad. Let's, hang on. Let's take one last break. By the time we hit 17, 18, and all along in there, going back to chapter 14, 21, they preached the good news in that city, went to Antioch, uh, and won a large number of disciples. Then they returned to Lystra, Arconium, and Antioch, strengthening the disciples and encouraging them to remain true to the faith. We must go through many hardships to enter the kingdom of God, they said. Paul and Barnabas appointed elders in each one of the churches, and they just kept on moving. Uh, they had been contented to the grace, committed to the grace of God for the work they had now completed. So these guys were just on a mission and nothing was going to well, deter them. And, and like Jay said, they had the luxury of having to work miracles, wonders, and signs on the way. And you say, well, no wonder the thing caught on and took hold and went went worldwide. Well, and even back it's in— It's still here, by e- the way. Even back in Acts 17, so they, they left Thessalonica. They go to the next place, which is called Berea. And it was interesting because verse 11 says the Bereans were of more noble character than the Thessalonians, for they received the message with great eagerness and examined the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. Yeah. So, so he found a much more receptive audience mm-hmm. to the gospel. But look, look what happens in verse 13. When the Jews in Thessalonica learned that Paul was preaching the word of God at Berea, they went there too, agitating the crowds and stirring them up. So... Satan just shows you anytime you have a situation where people are going to be open to what God says, Satan's going to counteract. Evil is always it's present. always going to be there. I mean, For all you listeners out there, I mean, one, I appreciate very much. Faith comes from hearing the message, and the message is heard through the word of Christ. Without faith, it's impossible to please God because everyone who comes to him must believe he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. So all these years have passed. We're sitting here, 2021 years since Jesus showed up. We're discussing the kingdom of God, what it's like, made up of all of humanity. And Peter said, I now realize how true it is 
that God does not show favoritism, but accepts men from every nation. For so all of you people who are listening, just think, what if we all together came together under one head, Jesus, and we lived out our faith in front of the world? Just think of, talk about power, Al, just think of the power we'd have and, and to, to fall in line with the current, the current trend is not wise. No, it's not. I, I use the point in, to Al's point where it says uh, they examine the scriptures every day to see if what Paul said was true. That's one of the things I do in my invitation. I don't do immediate invitations. I always say, go home, read the book of John, see what Jesus is like. And that's one of the reasons I do, based on that verse, because you can get swept up in the emotion. And it seems like a good idea when you look at all the benefits of being in Christ. But you notice in every one of these situations, they share Jesus, and then the crowd gets stirred up. They're then persecuted. I mean, it's difficult. If you're going to go public for Jesus, there's going to be opposition. Uh, yeah. It's not going to be easy. I mean, this little dating situation I got into, I mean, once I interjected the Jesus card, it was a guaranteed butt whooping. <laughs> if I, if I would have, I think if I would have just said, I could have just left, but I thought, no, not only no am matter, I. No matter how much Jesus you try to get them to see who he is, what he's done, what he's now doing, what he will do. Evil is always there, Al. But in and I the think blowback is always there. I think this Berean point is important. Jesus is right because you also want to make sure. I mean they they were marked as being not having character, but why? Because they were willing to search and look. And yep. so I, I think in the way we live our lives every day, that's the way we should be. I mean, let's face it. How many times do we see? bad Christians or bad believers give everybody a bad name because they're out here living like the world yep. and claiming that, yep. that, that they're sons and daughters of God. And they, I mean, that makes us all look bad. If you're claiming Jesus, but then well, living exactly. like a heathen. What's the number one excuse, you know, for, that people use about not coming to the Lord or whatever? They're, they'll, Hypocrite. Yeah, well, hip, they'll say, well, how do you even know this stuff is true? Yeah. I mean, just people wrote, they uh, they attack the credibility of what they think. I mean, even if this was not even written down, I think it would still spread. But, I mean, God went the extra mile with not only just letting history add up, but documenting it in a 66 compilation of letters of, of history yep. that you read. Because, you know, what? the way I came to Jesus, I saw y'all your life change, and I heard the story about Jesus. But in my mind, I thought, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to the Bible and find the parts that are not true. I mean, I actually began my journey with a skeptic attitude thinking that. Because I was thinking, oh, a fish swallowed a guy. Because as a fisherman, I, that, that's, that stuck out. I was yeah. like... I never seen a fish big enough where I could live three days and then keep living. I I don't know about this story, <laughs> but you know when I when we we see what happens in Acts, you realize in that situation it's up to us to search and and have that find that alone time where you're 
you're looking at it as this pointing to a being and a person. That's why we said it's not a, this is not a collection of fairy tales or a rule book. It's actually a letter from a being woven through history that reveals a person. And I like what, what Peter said in second Peter one nineteen, it says, we did not follow cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power and coming of our Lord Jesus, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty. For yep. he received honor and glory from the God, the Father. Uh, we ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven, and when we were with him you know, on the sacred mountain. And then he goes on to say, and we have the word of the prophets more certain, and you'll do well to pay attention to it until the morning day dawns in your hearts as a, as a light shining in a dark place yeah is, yeah and then it says above all you must understand that no prophecy of scripture came about by the prophet's own interpretation but men it goes on to say spoke from god as they were carried along by the holy spirit right yep. but i'm glad he he explained that that's right of course what the true skeptical say is well yeah but he made that up you know, he made up that part about not making up right. the the word. But you're, <clears throat> that's a good point. You're right. And that's what Paul, and the scriptures they were examining were Old Testament scriptures. They didn't have right. this then. That's correct. So he was explaining to them about the Messiah. But you're right, Jace. The thing, the kicker for Paul and the other 12 is that they were eyewitnesses of the resurrection. Plus, they, uh, you know, they had far less information. <clears throat> this is word of mouth. Who, right. who, who are you talking about? He said, exactly. Jesus. I mean, we, well, all, we have it all written down a lot easier now. Every other chapter, we find some person who's a false person, yeah. some yeah. bar Jesus person who, who comes yeah. up and says, hey, wait a minute, I can do some sorcery, you By know, the or way, Simon the, or one yeah, of those guys. This know? audience has more than enough information to turn their own lives around and turn the country around. They have, they have it's right there in front of them. It's exactly and it's right. not hiding in plain sight. It's just right there. That's why I say unashamed, we're creating our our spiritual army. Well, I think one other point before we go, also when those things that marked those apostles, they they did have a little extra weapons with the signs, miracles, and wonders. But one of the identifying marks that made an apostle, according to Paul in 1 Corinthians 9-1, is that they were eyewitnesses of the risen Lord. Yeah. Which gives me a lot of confidence I mean, because I know why they took the beatings. I know why they took the public humiliation. And I know why they were adamant that Jesus is Lord. I mean, they saw it. Yeah, that's right. They, they saw it with their own eyes. And their life changes what changed the world. So still changes us today. Thanks for listening to the Unashamed Podcast. Help us out by rating us on iTunes. And don't miss an episode by subscribing on YouTube. And be sure to click that little bell to get notified about new episodes. And for even more content that you won't get anywhere else, subscribe to Blaze TV at blazetv.com slash unashamed.